Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Kia. And Nika. And you're listening to The, the Ghetto, Ghetto Podcast. Podcast. So, go ahead. You start this. You lead. Take lead. Take the wheel. Oh, my girl. Okay. How was your weekend before we take the wheel? Take the wheel. Um, I'm really no, that's what I meant. Take the wheel. Oh, take the wheel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend? My weekend. My weekend. My weekend. My weekend. Girl I slept. Did you? I slept mostly. Remember you tried to call me and I was sleeping. Oh, was that the other weekend, girl? <laughs> Yeah, all the weekends. I don't know what I did this weekend. You pulling to me? I'm pulling to you because oh, I really God. don't remember. You probably did sleep, I think, because you came back from your vacation. Yeah, I actually didn't fall asleep though. I, I relaxed my weekend though. Relax. I didn't. I mean, I was probably still on vacation, but I just chilled when I got home. Oh, you know what I did this weekend that was not really successful. What? Um, oh, I went to go look at apartments. I'm trying to move y'all. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. That's always nice to be getting stuff new. Yeah. Whatever. Nice stuff. But I didn't like it because I'm real picky. I just want a window. Girl. You know me and my windows. <laughs> yeah. She acts like the whole apartment have windows. She <laughs> want a window in the kitchen, y'all. I want a window in my kitchen, y'all. Yeah, you know when you be cooking and stuff, you don't want the scent to be all in for those of y'all who cook. Oh God. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people hey, some people like Speaking to Speaking of cook, out. I'm hungry right now. Okay. Really? Yes. We don't even have no wine. You slacking tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. You can't bring the supplies? <laughs> no, I brought myself. No, but, yeah, that was my weekend. Damn, I got no wine, though. <laughs> okay, we got to get some wine, y'all. Yeah, my weekend was, yeah, it, it was mostly me vacationing, and I don't feel like I want to go back over my vacation again. I'm just over vacationing now. I'm tired of taking trips. Damn. I ain't never yeah. heard that one. <laughs> I'm tired of taking trips. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm doing a call that vibe. No, I'm kidding. Oh, but goodness. go ahead. Let's go ahead and get okay. into this. So, but those sweetie. of you who are Netflixers, is that a word? We're going to call it a word. So, For those of you who Netflix and chill by yourself or with other people, whatever. Other people. So, Kia is always the one. Oh my god! On. Sorry, no, because it's too fucking funny to pass up. So I was on Instagram. What was the fucking oh, Instagram? Okay. And somebody posted a video, and the lady and she was like, um, "Netflix and chill." This one, we're going to Popeyes. We're gonna be chicken and dicken. <laughs> she was like, "Chicken and dicken." I'm like, "Oh what? my god! Oh my god!" So baby, go Ooh. ahead. Oh. I'm still on Netflix. Okay. okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to be there, y'all. Okay, okay. No. Okay. So no, but seriously, um, Kia's always putting me on to like these like new shows on Netflix. Like the amount of shows this chick has been recommending me for the wa- for All me to watch. Them. Like y'all, I ain't gonna have no eyeballs left. Okay. <laughs> but um, she didn't recommend this one to me, and I'm surprised you didn't even tell me about this. I'm sure I didn't think you'd be into it. Really? No, I don't know How why. Dare you? It's so weird. It is, I watched it when it first came out, like as soon as they put it on on Netflix. Oh wow! I didn't even know it was out there because, like I said, y'all, in the last episode, I really don't like be anything on exactly social I watch. media. Oh yeah, me too. Like I love him, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't really be on social media. I don't. Like, I, just I don't gave it away. But yeah, you did. If they if they listening, yeah. Um, like I really don't follow anything. I'm not really a TV person. I like to just chill out when I get from work. I'm like. I, I don't my TV doesn't even come on. If it does, it's just for the noise in the background. You and this phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Spike Lee has this, uh, it's not, I don't even know how long it can, because they're on season two it's now. It's a series, yeah. Yeah, so there's a show on Netflix called She's Gotta Have It, and um, my cousin actually put me onto it. She came over to the house and she was like, oh, you gotta watch this because you're really gonna like it. I want to see what you think about it. And let me tell y'all, I sat there and binge watched the entire two seasons. And I was just like, that's oh my, my shock face. <laughs> I think I'm on like episode three of season two now since you told me that you're watching. I'm like, let me just go ahead and catch up because I didn't, I've heard bad things about this season. That didn't make me not watch it. Mm-hmm. That just made me not care to go ahead. I was watching too much other stuff, girl. Yes. Y'all want to hear the list of stuff I'm watching at oh the same God, time? I think not. <laughs> I was like, girl, tell me more. But anyways, I was like into so much stuff, but I actually like how this season started off. I tweeted about it. <laughs> And I retweeted about it. Go check my Twitter. <laughs> I'm always on our social media. No, but for real, not to cut this whole conversation off, but do follow us on Twitter at the Ghetto Podcast and on Instagram at the Ghetto underscore Podcast. And as you're listening to the episodes, tweet us. It's yeah, cool. Be interactive. We want to hear us. what y'all got to say. Yes, we like right. to communicate with y'all. So yeah, your cousin put you on. Yeah. So I literally sat there that whole night. <laughs> I don't even think I got up, y'all, and left to, like, go eat. This is horrible. Nothing. Like, and you know me. Like, if y'all know me, I don't really watch TV at all. Like, for something to grasp my attention that much, mm-hmm. I was like, whoo, child. Season one was the shit. But, listen, bitch, I was like, okay. And then my cousin texted me. She was like, oh, my God, did you finish? I'm like, yes. Oh, I'm texting her, like, what the hell is going on? Is Did she really do this? Like, it's mm-hmm. really, really interesting. And if you know anything about Spike Lee, it's always hidden messages within anything that mm-hmm. he puts on and I think that's what I love about him because for me any kind of art whether it's his play on imagery period yeah it's just amazing I think you sent me that picture and I, mm-hmm. you know it's so crazy I didn't even think about it mm-hmm. I saw the painting because I'm always looking at paintings mm-hmm. but I didn't even think about what was actually going that's on the reaction. I was like, Ooh. every time I watch listen I feel like that's how I am when I watch stuff I always look for the deeper meaning of what's going mm-hmm. on and it's like especially when I'm listening to something yeah. I, I don't like that that's so weird. I don't know. But I always like look at But you're creative. That's probably that's your, just your ear. I just your like, eye. yeah, right? Both, yeah. both of them going at the same time. But <laughs> I just felt that he made me feel mm-hmm. like I felt like I was there. I felt the space and tension. Dang. Like instantly within myself. But that's how I listen to music and stuff too. Like when you, I don't know, I'm just like always analyzing stuff when mm. it comes to like art. Yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah, so it's, it's supposed to make you think. Mm-hmm. But pretty much, so um, she's gotta have it. Is pretty much based off of you told me it was actually a movie. Yeah, it was a movie. I didn't even like eighty six. Eighty six, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know that. So pretty much, the main character is um, Nola Darling. Nola Darling, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the character, our actress who plays her. I can't remember her name. Oh, girl. right now. Um, so she is this young, vibrant artist. Um, who is kind of deciding whether or not she wants to choose who she wants to date, or she does she want to have? I feel like she she she's not deciding anything. She wants people to understand that she doesn't have to choose, right? But she did end up choosing. Not necessarily. Wait, she settled. She settled. She settled. I feel as though she yeah. settled too because she settled. She, she settled for that choose. comfort zone. Yeah, hmm. that's something that we talked about. If y'all listen to a couple of the episodes back, we talked about when we talk about relationships, about being about settling mm-hmm. for things, being complacent. But so pretty much, yeah. So she had was it four? four? It was Mars Overstreet and I forgot dude name the metrosexual dude, and then she had Opal. Okay, yeah. So Ophelia, four or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So she had four options for she had four partners. Four partners. She had four lovers. Four love. Four lovers. That's the word. Four lovers. Um, that she pretty much was openly dating. Is it was what it was. Um, but I think the 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 controversy in the show is that she wasn't open with them about each other. She wasn't at first at all. They found out late, later, like later yeah, on later in the on show. Mm-hmm. In the show. Yeah, but <laughs> that's on my paper to talk about, guys. <laughs> Nigga, like, wait, do not go off topic. Go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, so, lead me, lead so, me. <laughs> so, um, well, that does lead to kind of mm-hmm. like you know what the, some of the questions or things that I had in my head. Like, what do you think about polyamory? Polyamory, dating multiple people, being yeah. in love with multiple people, having relationships with multiple people. Yes. Okay. So by definition, polyamory is having intimate, loving relationships with multiple people. So mm-hmm. it's not you're cheating on someone like mm-hmm. the other person doesn't. Well, they don't necessarily have to know. Which I found out um, that there's so many different like polyamory like relationships subcategories like there's so much that goes into it and it's also dependent upon the people who are in a relationship Mm -hmm. what kind of like your boundaries are what your rules are kind of like just with anything else Mm -hmm. but it was just really interesting to see that you know yeah because some people who who seek or who are in polyamorous relationships often have people that satisfies different things that they need in their life Mm -hmm. like they have their person okay for example, you may have your husband or wife. There are polyamorous people out here who are in, in, in marriages. They're married. Yes. And then they have a girlfriend. Yes. They have a boyfriend. But the husband has knowledge of that. They just know that I'm in love with you. We're married. This is what we have. But I have this with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, they understand that they have love and have passion for someone else. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think if it's the same. No, it's a little bit different. Um, when we think about... Uh, open relationships because it's not necessarily open open relationships is being like being able to experience things with other people okay open relationship you're not in love with somebody right you're just able to go and And do do things with other people you're able to go on dates you're able to have sex you're able to talk to be around and spend your time with it's not really about a connection with polyamorous relationships it's about the love Mm -hmm. so it's saying that is it you can have your cake and eat it too with what polyamory yeah no it's really an emotion it's a relationship how you're in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. and you're in love with this one person they're in a polyamorous relationship they love multiple people it's not about having your cake and eating it too it's just that okay for example say you had two people that you were really into and really feeling and you honestly truly could not make that choice to be with someone Mm -hmm. else you're in you're essentially in love with these two people Okay. You can't make the choice. There's nothing that this person is doing wrong that will make you want to choose the other person. There's nothing the other person is doing wrong that make you choose the next person. Right. You're in love. And then I with with that now, uh-huh. this relationship, you okay, you understand this. Mm-hmm. Now you take this opportunity to explain it to these two people that you're in love with both of them. Mm-hmm. And you can't choose and you don't want to choose. Mm-hmm. That's a re- now if they agree that okay, that's fine, that you don't want to choose then this is what we have. Mm-hmm. So there's that's why it's like there is several types of polyamory. There's yeah. polyamorous relationships where this person only deals with this person and that person, and then these people don't have connections. Mm-hmm. But it's also a relationship where all of them have to having a have a connection, which is called what a thruple <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like different levels of it, and it, it goes deeper than just the definition. Right. No, and of course, like I think when people 
hear these different types of categories or subcategories mm-hmm. to what can happen in a relationship or mm-hmm. what's going on. It's kind of like, it's not your quote-unquote, I'm doing ear quotes, norm. So people aren't necessarily like, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody does that. But I guess that's what I was getting to is asking you, like, how do you perceive it? Like, you already know me. I'm a open can of worms, you know, like, you do whatever pleases you. But. How do I perceive it? Um, yeah, or like, what's your take on it? Okay. I think I want to talk about the take that people took on the show itself mm-hmm. from the male perspective because I've have had I've had had the conversation with men about the show, mm-hmm. and I feel like there was a lot of negative connotation regarding what she was doing. They mm-hmm. felt like she was being a quote unquote hoe, mm. and they weren't seeing that deeper meaning in someone actually being in love with some of with somebody else. I don't even pe- think people even knew because I don't even think the term was used in shot inside the show with no. polyamory. So he so displayed either. this art form and mm-hmm. didn't even tell you what it was. Right. So when people are looking at it, they're like, oh, she's just out here being promiscuous. Mm-hmm. She's out here sleeping with different men, Which getting she money from this about. one. She did mention it within, you know, because, okay, so if you've ever watched any kind of Spike Lee films, mm-hmm. it's always that interaction with the audience mm-hmm. itself, like, you feel as though you're in a live yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So she, like, I she's think talking she did, to you, like, yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, do you really understand? But she did mention that. But you're right. He didn't necessarily address, yeah. or she didn't necessarily come out and say, I'm in a yeah. XYZ. She, she didn't, didn't do he, that. He yeah. shows you without telling you. Yeah. And for people art. who don't understand that mm-hmm. or understand what it is or understand what he's trying to display, right. they automatically think what they're used to seeing. Yeah. Oh, she's doing this. She's sleeping with a married man. She has this dude she's screwing on the side and they all don't know about each other. Oh, she a hoe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like that initial reaction for me, I kind of like question, I, it caused me to question like, damn, is she being a hoe? But I'm like, no, she's just... She's a free spirit. She's not in a relationship with anybody. She doesn't have to tell it. She does not have to disclose who she's having sex with mm-hmm. with other people as long as she's safe. Like, she's just doing her. Right. And I feel like my, like, personally, how I align with the show, um, I feel like I've probably been in a situation in my life where I've had feelings for multiple people at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was able to make that choice of who I wanted to be with, but I feel like maybe if I had more time to dive into the different things that I was connecting with on the different levels with the different people, maybe mm-hmm. I would have still been, uh, maybe I wouldn't have made the choice or maybe I would have mm-hmm. still been talking to multiple people at the same time. So I kind of like, I like how he displayed it. I mm-hmm. like how he put it out there. I like yeah, how, I, I like how, I even like how the first season ended with it just being so open and people not, them generally just not understanding what right. she had going on. So that's my take. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She done dropped the phone on the table. I'm sorry. Um, no, but I thought the same thing, too, um, when I, because what happened was, okay, so it was me and my cousin, and she was like, oh, she's just out here living her best life. You know, it's all hot girl summer type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, but I'm okay with that. Like, not that, you know, me personally now would be, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's not what I identify as, but... Mm-hmm. I didn't see it as, oh my goodness, I would want to shame her or why would she be wanting to do that? But I can get how people who don't understand mm-hmm. or who are kind of closed-minded or don't, who aren't Who doesn't have open. that security either. They don't That's have security to, within themselves. To, to, to feel like, you know, oh, she's a thought or she's a hoe and this is what she's doing and she's not being honest and open. But eventually she did. Mm-hmm. But it was also the hesitation of like, okay, how do I kind of explain this? Because I know that not everybody is going to be as open as I am mm-hmm. to have the conversation about, hey, okay, 
I do have feelings for you, and I also have feelings for you too. And you fulfill something else mm-hmm. that you can't fulfill, and it's I'm getting it from here. Why should I? Right. Kind of like settle in right. a sense for which is what she you know ultimately yeah. ended up doing, which didn't work out. We're not gonna spoil it. And I feel like um, what people also miss who have that. Uh, that initial thought of her being a hoe is that they fail to realize that love is a, a it's like a living organism. Mm-hmm. You grow, you flourish, you develop. You can also decay, what decompose, all of that. Like it's it's a process with love. You can love can be a beautiful thing or it could be something dark and mm-hmm. ugly. And with love being that, like they have to understand that that when the living organism. When you drop a seed on the ground, does one flower sprout or does multiple grow? Multiple. Okay. So that's just how love is. You can love multiple people. Just how mm-hmm. I love, like, a woman will love their husband and their child. You right. you love multiple people. Through, you you know, like, that's how we grow up. We we live our lives loving multiple people mm-hmm. automatically. You love your mom, you love your dad, you love your sister, you love your brother, you love your boyfriend, you love your child. Like, you love multiple people automatically. So what makes you think that just because you're in a relationship or you're trying to this is where monogamy comes into play, like because right. of I was a just problem. About that. Yeah, because you don't understand that when you choose, you choose to be monogamous. You mm-hmm. choose to be that in that type of bracket <laughs> or category. So okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking because I remember uh-huh. reading. I remember I was telling you earlier. Okay, so we talked about this a little bit before about. Um, dang, I didn't even want to get into it yet, but how um, uh, we're talking about Jada. Okay, and yeah. her take on just that, yeah. like, yeah, there is no such thing as you're choosing that. You're mm-hmm. choosing to 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 single yourself out to say this is just one way that I'm going to be. Like, mm-hmm. as humans, like you're right. Like, up if you okay, we're not animals. But, well, we are animals by nature, but mm-hmm. a puppy doesn't necessarily say they only love this the, owner. The, this mm-hmm. owner, like if if the, the the dog or you know whatever animal you have is tr- given to another owner. They tend to form another relationship mm-hmm. with that, and yeah. that's the same thing. Like, my dog doesn't play with me as much as he play, he plays with strangers. Did I tell you that one time that um that we're the only living organism that um doesn't partake in what we call homosexuality? Yes, because look like, at lizards. Openly, they all all the fish. Every animal in the animal kingdom screws hmm. each other. Man screw man, mm-hmm. female screw female. That's just what they do. And it's not, and we as human beings, as if people put labels on everything labels. that makes everything a problem. That's that's what makes a polyamorous relationship a problem because mm-hmm. we put a label on it. Yeah, stereotype behind it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was kind of like, you know, something that I wanted to talk about it because I think even us being young adults in relationships, I think a lot of times we don't, we tend not to discuss these type of other relationships like i think mm-hmm. it's just become like i feel like it's so pressed into us monogamy is so pressed in, into us we see it on social media we see it on tv we mm-hmm. see it in movies we see it and we read it in books like mm-hmm. we're taught it in school to not have multiple sexual partners or you're going to be susceptible to re- getting an std we're mm-hmm. taught that being in a relationship being in multiple relationships at the same time is wrong right and then we have negative views on things like polygamy mm-hmm. because of that, which is a religious practice. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's negatively, we, we're taught 
automatically like you need to be with one person, you need to settle down, this is what you need to do. We're not taught that love, you can love multiple people, you can have multiple relationships, you can live freely. So you are saying that you do agree that you can love more than Of course. Okay. Of course you can be in love with more than one person. There's that's it, anything is possible. <laughs> I cannot put that past anybody. I can if someone told me today that they're married but they love this other person and their husband understands that, I will completely understand because I feel like the type of person I am, one person can't satisfy every need that I have. Right. And I feel like that's my problem in the problem in the dating realm. Like mm-hmm. not one guy that I meet satisfied everything that I want him to satisfy for me. And I feel like I would honestly have to date multiple people just because. And like mm-hmm. I told you the other day, like, okay, I'm I'm that's why I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't want to put a title on anything because I feel like I want to have, I, not that I want to have fun, I want to date, I want to be able to talk to multiple people, I want to be able to connect with multiple people mm-hmm. and not feel like I have to make this commitment to someone. And I feel like when I choose to make that commitment or if me and this person chooses to make that commitment that it's a mutual agreement and we're both happy and satisfied in all aspects, mm-hmm. not just not just settling, not settling, just right. saying, okay, because we're doing this, we have to do that. Yeah. Not putting a label on something because that's what society says we need to do. Right. I think that's the hardest thing, though, to like reframe someone's thought process not you actively but mm-hmm. even just you yourself because mm-hmm. anytime i and okay you guys the kids been my best friends for the past 10 plus years they don't say 10 any 10 yet it's not 10 yet 2000 and, and what 10 oh almost nine <laughs> okay so nine almost there and there's certain things that i'm just like dang i want to ask her opinion about it but i guess so like in my show, just because I'm just a very introverted person, like I really don't share much of anything. She get in her own head about what people gonna say. <laughs> and it's not that I, I not that I, I do value her opinion in a sense. Like I don't, I don't. She would, I wouldn't think she would ever judge me. Never. <laughs> but I just feel as though because of my own kind of like innuendos in my head, or like you know things that I've seen or experienced, I feel like I have just those kind of conceptions in my head about mm-hmm. what it looks like on the outside mm-hmm. you know so like there's been times where i'm like dang i don't know and i think this what a, i think it's probably like a couple of days ago mm-hmm. or a day ago i <laughs> text and i well i don't know and i was like i gotta ask you something <laughs> and it was about the show because i was like dang is has it just been my blinders that i'm just thinking you know what you said like society has pretty much laid forth like mm-hmm. this is what it's supposed to be this is what your family says is supposed yeah, to happen. I was just going to say that your family says yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> this is supposed to happen. Yeah. I was just going to mention that. Like, when you have it in your face and right there, like, this is what everybody's preaching to you. You got to do this. You got to do this. One thing I can say is my mom was mm-hmm. never like that. My mom was my mom was like, you don't need a boyfriend. You can have to talk to whoever you want to talk to. Yeah. She always encouraged me to stay open. Like, my mom did never care for me to be in a relationship with anybody. My mom- she was like, that's cool, but however... <laughs> Like yeah. literally, that's one thing with mommy. Mom, my my mom had there was never a oh this is what you should do. I think other people in my family kind mm-hmm. of made that known because that was kind of their thing. My mom, if if anybody were to ever know her, is like the chillest. <laughs> I think our moms are probably like not from this earth. <laughs> By the time they listen to all these episodes, they be like y'all ain't got regular mamas <laughs> or regular island island period. period. Yes, true. But my mom was never like that. It was like, you know, at the end of the day, make sure that you're happy. And whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy. As long as you're not hurting anyone mm-hmm. else in the process, not intentionally doing it, like, not caring. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, make sure that you're happy because your happiness comes first. And I always preach that on here. Like, 
at the end of the day, if, if Shanika is not okay to take care of herself and be well mentally, physically, spiritually, I cannot offer anything else to anyone, whether mm-hmm. it's in a platonic relationship right. or a relationship that's intimate. Like, But I, I think that was kind of like, I had those kind of thoughts like, oh, okay, well, society says this is what's supposed to happen, and I don't know, and I'm thinking this way, and what do you think about this? So that's the reason why this episode is birthed. Right. It. And I feel like when um, we're forced to forced into those monogamous thoughts, when we're forced to like believe that this is what's right and what this is what we're supposed to be doing, that the our love organism stops growing. Mm-hmm. So okay, if your 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 thought process, okay, I need to be with this one person. I love them, and nine times out of ten, I feel like people settle for the people that they're with. I was going to ask. I you that feel question. like they settle, and when you settle, I feel like. That's okay. That's like stop. That's like you stopping watering the plant. Mm-hmm. You're not giving it any more water, no more nutrients. Damn. Nothing else is she, going into it. Hell, y'all. Look at hell, y'all. She over. She ain't <laughs> no garden. <laughs> I ain't no garden. I'm sprinkling that. I'm sprinkling this. Fertilize, girl. Like you stop watering the plant. Yeah. So when you're lo- when you you stop that thing from developing and growing, mm-hmm. that's when problems arise in your relationship. You're no longer happy. There's something missing. Mm. That's always the thing. There's something missing, but we always never know what missing. it is. Exactly. You never know what it is. Like I'm telling you. And it's the fact that you cannot connect and mm-hmm. grow with other things that nine times out of ten is missing. Yeah. And it's not it's not a it's not a to say that you're if if you are out there and you are in, in a monogamous relationship and you do have these thoughts or you're thinking about it and you're like, you know, you're with somebody and you love them to death, it's not to say that's anything wrong with that person mm-hmm. or anything wrong with you. I don't want that to get misconstrued any kind of way. But it, I think it's it, it might be limitations on the relationship. Yeah. Like you said. That's yeah. causing this 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 thing to happen. For example, say, okay, let's talk about relationship development in the sense that from Okay, people who start relationships in high school, mm-hmm. 18, they're both 18, they're graduating, boom. We have this young high school mentality when mm-hmm. we're in these relationships. Oh, you're my boyfriend, you can't talk to Susie, you can't talk to Beth, you can't talk to these people. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my girl names. Who knows? But anyways, I'm talking about Keisha and Nicole. That's what I'm talking about. But you can't communicate with them because you're mine. Mm-hmm. And you can't text them because you're mine. Right. Tim could have just met Keisha and Nicole. Mm-hmm. He don't know nothing about them. He just, you know, he just wants to mingle Mm -hmm. connect network with them that's what he wants to do that's his intentions he's not thinking about screwing keisha and nicole right but because you set these limitations on the relationship now you're stopping something from flourishing Mm -hmm. you're stopping you're putting limitations on how he can communicate with other people how he can live his life basically yeah and when you do that it's like damn i forgot my whole train of thought with it because i went into keisha and nicole (laughs) but um i was just trying to say that like you know when you set those type of limitations that's what essentially harms the relationship Mm mm-hmm I think in its growth process in a in a relationship developing a relationship yes you should have boundaries because even in the polyamorous or poly polyamorous polyamorous relationships there are boundaries yeah because you do still have a human right and a right as a person to say okay this is something that I'm not going to agree to or this is something that makes me feel uncomfortable just how you can choose to say uh, right you have the right to say that you don't want you don't want to be with this type of person yeah um and i feel like that's another issue too people they they refuse to acknowledge that right and they try to stick through it with somebody who's not who doesn't want to be in a monogamous relationship with them who mm-hmm. wants to be free-spirited and we use that's another part of settling and not realizing what you want and taking to taking what you want into consideration over 
what your heart wants sometimes mm-hmm. you know like sometimes what your heart wants is not always what's best for you yeah your heart and your head right y'all two different things that? boy listen here when them two get <laughs> i don't have the right answers to tell y'all but like as i feel like i'm gonna be honest like i was i was let me see i said keisha nicole mm-hmm. i was sabrina that's the girlfriend mm-hmm. to tim Telling him that he has limitations back in 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. <laughs> like, those, I was in my younger 20s. Mm-hmm. So, 26 now. But I feel like now, honestly, truly, in the last two years, mm-hmm. I've become more open to, like, a different level of relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just, that was just my growth process. I think that was just society framing me into yeah. what was going on and then me having to step back and reframe into what I actually believe mm-hmm. and what I actually want. And I think that goes a lot into you developing as a person too. Like, it's growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you were brought up, if you were brought up in a religious household, your mom or parent, whomever, grandma, whoever, auntie, cousin, uncle, whoever, mm-hmm. made sure that you were at church when you need to be mm-hmm. at church there was no arguments there was no disagreements it was just like you know come sunday you're behind better get up and we going that, mm-hmm. that's just that was yeah. just it and you went to church and you may have been involved in things and i'm speaking from experience because mm-hmm. this was me growing up and i never had an i mean i had an issue because i didn't want to get up in the morning mm-hmm. but then after a while i was like okay and i think as i got older and i went away to school mm-hmm. it wasn't that i dismissed kind of like my religion or i don't even claim that I'm religious I just think I'm very spiritual I mm-hmm. believe that there is a God and I you know I those things are dear to my heart however they're just things that I know that don't I don't agree with mm-hmm. that separates me from quote-unquote what is I was taught was to be the norm you know mm-hmm. I had to learn for myself like okay that don't seem right and if you say this is what we're supposed to do I don't think so because you're that that doesn't it doesn't make sense to me I had to formulate my own ideas my own beliefs you know my own values as a human being like as a person as I was mm-hmm. growing and I think that's what happens you know when you get from like the teenager love type you know relationships when you're in high school and then you get to college and then even at the college you might mm-hmm. be like wait a minute uh I'm not the same as I was when I was in college. Now I'm like right. a whole adult out here. A whole different person. It's hard. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. But like you, you will continue to learn. But I think at least I've heard that it's harder to accept that you may be that one outlier that everybody doesn't think the way you do. And I think mm-hmm. because of that, people tend to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with just being... Right, you you end up settling, yeah. settling your own personal beliefs. Yeah, to to con- what conform, conform with Conformity. other people. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's okay to be different, y'all. It's okay to be different. You ain't gotta be like everybody. I'm polyamorous. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything you want to discuss regarding? Or you want to do our takeaway? No, we could do a takeaway. Okay, what's the takeaway? Cause you know I ain't ready. Oh shit. <laughs> takeaway from all of this is don't be so quick to judge y'all like if it's Mm. not for you it's not for you but just because it's not for you does not mean it's not for somebody else and my takeaway would be don't stunt your love growth don't don't talk about me being (laughs) philosophical no don't don't settle like that's just basically saying don't settle don't do something because you feel like this is what you should be doing or this is who you should be with or this or is that's what, what you were told this is what yeah that's what you told and what this you is what you taught. think is best for you yeah. because of what society is saying mm-hmm. don't stunt that growth 
right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into what? The screets is talking. The screets is talking. Okay, see, the I screets. Ghetto word of the day. I haven't said that in a while. Ghetto word of the day is screets. Oh my goodness, you gonna spell, That's spell it? Girl? I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> T. Oh shit, I said T. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, you, I think you can go first. What you have? Okay, so I I was still going off of like um the mm. whole she's got it. I'm sorry, y'all. Why Mine, you, you can go. No, no, I'm, not, I'm looking uh, at I'm looking at myself really in the mirror. I've been checking myself out this whole time because I feel like I'm so cute. I think I'm asexual now. Oh my. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no. But I, I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. when I were talking about Jada and Will and their um truffle, mm. truffle, which was which included Jada, Will, and. Some other woman. Will's, Will's ex. You know, the the one oh. he had his first. Girl, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't do yeah. research. I wanted you to have your. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, no, she pretty much explained that, you know, she was never in a monogamous relationship with Will because there was. Whatever her, her name is. I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. Um, that she was always present. And it's not that there was anything, like, intimate. Intimate in a sense that there was emotions involved. Like, mm-hmm. This was the mother of his first child, mm-hmm. and she had to, you know, respect the fact that, hey, he was going to be able to take care of her because of a son. And, and I, I'm guessing, assuming that that's because that's the type of person he was. This was the mother of his child. He was going to make sure that in order for his child to be okay, mm-hmm. she was okay as well. And Jada had to learn to be okay with that. And mm-hmm. now, of course, it took some time. And she talks about this a lot on her Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. Um about how their family has become so blended that they go on vacations together. Mm-hmm. Like, they have dinners together. Like, they've kind of made it work for them three. And they are well aware of each other, but there's not... So they're actually all dating each other. That's what you're trying to tell me? Not dating in a sense, no. Atropsy, and that's that's why I said this whole part. But Thrubble is actually... Oh, my God, y'all. I'm so sorry. That's but, my uh, phone. <laughs> she told y'all to get up. Thrubble is an actual, like, relation, like, a relationship. That's love, sex, all of that. A Thrubble? Yes. Not but, by definition on there with a guy from New York. Yes. What's it. the name is in a Thrubble? Who? Um, hi, Horrible Decisions Podcast. Oh. Weezy. Oh. She's in a Thrubble. She has a, a male and a female lover. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they actually, I think they had a thruple come on their show, but that's more of like, that's a couple. It's couple, but mm-hmm. three people. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, being the, the polyamorous she, thing is yeah. completely different. That's just being in love. Okay. Well, but what, okay, so there, are they, that was her Are they just a blended family? Yeah, it's a blended family. They're blended. I didn't know they were dating, but I did hear that Will and Jada was swingers. So I'm not. Yeah. That's why I'm asking that. Like, are they? Were they that all was what she other? said. That was the word that she used. Swingers. They're in trouble. No oh. trouble. So, but they didn't go into detail. Maybe. I'll okay. Have to go yeah. And watch. I need to go do some research. Will Will hit y'all back up with that? Yeah. Because I didn't do research on that part. Okay. So but, what's your um, streets talking? Uh, my streets is talking. <laughs> I was trying to find something different to fit the topic, but oh. it ain't happy. It's okay. We gonna hit y'all. We hit y'all. Cause I'm about to get y'all with some some real deep stuff. Like. Hey. Okay, cool. So I wanted to go ahead and talk about this immigration issue. No, that's not. Mm-mm. Sorry, Mark. Back it up. Back it up. Y'all know I just went on vacation. <laughs> and it's it's like every time that I look now, like even before I went on vacation, there's something happening in the islands. Mm-hmm. So going back to our conversation, I was originally supposed to go to DR with the girls. That was our original I remember. Yeah. And all these people started dropping dead, and we were so happy that we. Thank God y'all didn't. Right. We were so happy that we picked um, Barbados. And it's so crazy when when I came back from Barbados, 
that there's this couple that was jet skiing and went mm-hmm. missing. They can't find them. And it's like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Then I came back from the Bahamas and then this, this tourist bus that tipped over and they had to, what, fly people to Miami fly, Hospital? Fly uh-huh. That's crazy. And I was literally just on like a, one of those tourist bus on a double decker yeah. and we felt like the bus was tipping to one side. And it's so crazy that this literally happened when, and I didn't even know about it. And I come home and like the, my, my co-worker was like, um, Dan, you didn't hear about the thing that happened in the Bahamas? And he was like, aren't you glad you came back already? I'm like, what happened? He told me about the bus. That's I was like, crazy. wow. I don't, I, it's wild to me. I, usually, I don't yeah, like I said, type I, shit. I'm like, I'm missing everything. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, on a serious note, like, I was watching, for whatever reason, when I do watch the news, and they were talking about these disappearances or these incidents, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that happened to these tourists. And it was kind of like the same chain of hotels. Mm. Um, that these couples were staying in, mm. and no one had any kind of. But they said it was in the alcohol. Yes, okay. because they were saying that the alcohol. Fake. In my in my head, it was either there too long, or you know something's old or nah, manufactured. It weird was or, fake. They were filling them bottles. They were mad. They were getting fake alcohol from somewhere, and I, somebody actually posted a video in the um in the dr. With them pouring the alcohol in the cup. I don't know how real it is. They're saying it was real. It was going floating around like it was real. Pouring alcohol in the cup with a little bit of cranberry juice and, sh- and mixing it. And it was solidifying as they were mixing it. It was like, they don't know what they put in this alcohol. They're trying to kill us. The heck? But it was a, a, a bottle of Ciroc, supposedly. But yeah, but they were saying that they were um, they were getting fake liquor. Wow. Yeah, but what what was happening is that the um, whoever the manager there was didn't have anything to say. And I, I'm guessing, hey, you know, PR, you don't say shit. <laughs> You won't have no case. Like, it's you zip mouth. But that is scary. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. First of all, I can't swim, so I wasn't going to no island. <laughs> if I want to drown, I'm going to pool here. Girl, help her. But no. But I'm glad that you're safe and you're back. Thank you. Know. you. I'm glad to be back, too. Honestly, truly, like I said before, I am tired of taking trips. Like, I'm honestly, truly dreading going <laughs> going to Orlando. No, I'm supposed to no. go to Orlando in August. No, 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 not October. Oh. But I'm going to August for the girl shopping trip. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be able to go because of other uh, things that's happening in my life right now. Okay. So I might be under probation. <laughs> I, I came to I'm like, we should go to jail. No, but yeah, I might be hmm. preoccupied to even go on that trip. But I'll be okay for October. Yeah. All right. So you you was gunning for this one already. So Wait. we might as well when we talk about our hood politics because we got to keep y'all oh, up to date up and, to date. and informed as yes. always. Okay, so the reason why I'm breaking up this hood politic about immigration is about primarily because of the post I sent you with the the father and his mm-hmm. daughter face down in the yeah. water after trying to cross the border, and it so broke my heart that these people have to actually sit here and go through this just to. Get to freedom. Get to and better opportunities. Asylum. Seeking asylum. Having to run and be scared and it, just to go through all these trials and and just just the story, the backstory. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably seen it because it's really floating around everywhere. Um, the picture of the father and the daughter are in the water and the caption. Well, the caption that I read, I think it was under Lee Emirates um, page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was. He basically stated that um, the he he got over the water. He put the baby behind him in, mm-hmm. on land so he can go back and get his wife and the baby came after him no. because he was scared and he went to grab the baby and it was a current underneath 
that pulled him and the baby. And the wife just didn't see them anymore. That's it. And they found him floating and her and the child floating. And it looked like he was trying to save him because yeah. he was wrapped up in the shirt. Like he was trying to keep him close to him. Yeah. And I saw that post that said that the baby was tucked into his shirt. Like as if he was, you know, trying holding to on, hold on so make to sure her. He doesn't and she, was, she had her hands her arms. What gets me is that it's not the first incident of something like this happening. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it seems like it's just it's just continuously happening and nothing is being done mm-hmm. about it. Like, okay, yes, it's on social media and we post and, you know, we call who we're supposed to call, mm-hmm. but it's like, what more? And I think I have a conversation with you that sometimes I get so, like, down because I'm like, what can we do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that will make a change because although we bring awareness to it and we just we have discussions open discussions about it Mm -hmm. it it seems as though it's never you know enough like Mm -hmm. nothing is changing it's always the same thing repeating it over and over and over and it's like a sick cycle it is and it just it breaks my heart because you know i was telling i don't know if i told you today about you know my my job and the reporter who came in and was speaking to the kids mm-hmm. with you know the community i work in is um primarily hispanic speaking mm-hmm. um most of my little ones are from um they're immigrants from guatemala and to hear the trauma mm-hmm. that they have to endure like five, six, seven-year-olds that, you know what I'm saying, you don't think about, when we think about our babies here in the U.S., that's mm-hmm. not necessarily what we first go to. And here it is, you have a child coming to a country, no mom, no dad, because she was separated, and then for someone to ask her, why is it that you need therapy? Excuse me? Excuse me? Why do you need therapy? Right. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And I like, I want to like point you guys to a resource. Um, I don't know how many of you know about Sean King. Yeah. But he's big on putting, you know, bringing all these issues to life. And if you guys go on his Instagram page, which is just Sean, at Sean King, he actually, he's posting like, um he's making posts about, well, he's made posts about different immigrants who were in custody who've mm-hmm. passed. Not just immigrants. These are adolescents. These are kids from age what zero not zero months no, but one month to them 16 months, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just it's unbelievable it's unbe- unbelievable that they're, they're dying in our custody yep. so they're not just dying to try to get over here no. they're dying once they're, they're here. caught basically caught i'm gonna say caught because call it what it is caught captured and held in these mm-hmm. quote unquote detention, detention centers, centers. and yes. how is this happening and, and you know what also my nerves the other day. Let me find this lady name. Let me find her name since we're on the topic. Oh, the young lady. The, this old ass woman. Oh, no. Please. What you talking oh, about? Yeah, tell her, please. Um, Sir Sarah Fabian, mm-hmm. who stated hmm. with the most articulate words she could find in her she peanut was ass hand. Um, go ahead, Joe. Okay, that go. they don't need soap. Yeah. They don't need blankets. Yeah. In these facilities because. They're not what? I thought what she said. They're not um they're not necessities. They don't need these things. Basic if you think of (laughs) the basic needs. Maslow's hierarchy of basic needs. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. 
Like, how do you... So, it's not a necessity. So, that means that you necessarily don't need a blanket. You do not need a toothbrush. And you do not need a soap. Right? Mm -mm -mm. Because it's not a necessity. What makes you think that that is okay for you to say openly? Like... Boy, see, this is why we don't have these conversations. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up because we could talk forever about these damn immigration issues. Because I'm over here like, let me find what else I was looking at the other day. But let's go ahead and segue into our what? Million ways to get it? Yeah. Girl, what was my million? Oh, my my million ways to get it. Oh my god, it's so crazy that we're talking about kids and everything. But oh, that's creeping out. But um, my million ways to get it for this week is going to be um. Gifting your child an LLC. Ah, yeah. Getting them an LLC in their name. I don't know how many of you know, but you can actually go out right now and start a business in your child's name and help them build business credit for the future. Um, And I'll say this because a lot of people invest in Jordans and Xboxes and the latest wear for their kids. We can go spend this money and get them something that's going to benefit them in the future. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you guys as the million ways to get it tip of the day to take your time to explain to your child the benefits of being financially stable the benefits of having your own having your own business um and and just starting something owning something putting your name on something and and making it lucrative so that when you gift them this llc that you can get them for their 13th birthday at least so they can actually be thinking about, damn, I, I own a business, mm-hmm. honestly, truly. Have that thought in their head already, that business mentality, that they will have something to go off of. So my, basically my tip is teach your kids about the benefits of owning their own business and also start a business for them. Give them something that will generate more for them in the future. Yeah. Because those shoes are going to be tore mm-hmm. up next week. Sure. That Xbox yeah, going to break when they... Drop it off the side of the damn whatever the hell happened. Because <laughs> yeah, we got mad at Fortnite. But yeah, oh my god, I'm just saying. But yeah, that was my million ways to get it. All right, so that brings us to our positive quote of the day, my dear. Oh, what's a positive quote? Okay, well I got oh, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my positive quote of the day is really short and sweet. I promise mm-hmm. this time it ain't no philosophical one that she usually says. It's by Summer Walker, and it says, "Girl needs love too." Oh my God, you so extra. You be- <laughs> no, but my of uh, my positive quote on this positive note. I always say that you do, but um, it girl, your things flying everywhere. It kind of relates to um the topic as well about the polyamory. It says the more love you give, the more you love you are capable capable of giving. It's only when you shut off the source that it dries up. Mm. Mm. That's why you're talking about watering plants. No, honestly, truly, it wasn't. Dang, only read it once. Yeah, bitch. I don't know. I began <laughs> philosophical. I began deep. But anyways, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of the, the Ghetto, Ghetto Podcast. Podcast.